Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman. Joining me in studio tonight, Mr. Larry Morgan. We have a bunch of things to talk about coming to you on February 22nd, 2018, just 10 days before the LA Galaxy will host the Portland Timbers in the very first game of the 2018 regular season. Before they get all the way to that regular season, however, they have to go through one more dress rehearsal, one more chance as they face off against the Vancouver Whitecaps coming up on Saturday. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the closed-door scrimmage against the Whitecaps that happened not too long ago as well. So again, like I said, lots to talk about. Uh, some some listener calls, I'm sure, as well. So uh, we're just glad everybody could be here and join us on a wonderful Thursday evening. But before we get too far, let's welcome uh, the man who was out on the links earlier today. He says that he played just about as good as Tiger Woods today, although maybe Tiger was under par, so maybe not maybe not as good there, Larry. But Mr. Larry Morgan, Larry, please. You said I couldn't talk about your golf, so I wanted to just... I'm not going to talk about it. I was going to say. Just, that subject is taboo. <laughs> uh, Larry had a rough day on the links, but he's here and joining us for the LA Galaxy, uh, to, or at least to talk about the LA Galaxy. Um, it's another busy week, Larry, for the Galaxy as they get ready. Training is ongoing. They're all building up to this Vancouver game on Saturday, which, as I said in the intro, is really the final dress rehearsal. Um, you know, where do you put the LA Galaxy right now in terms of, of mentally and, and, and where they're all coming from right now? I think Siggy would like to have at least another week, maybe two weeks. Um, they've been really uh, inconsistent, especially on defense. Um, I've always said, having been around sports teams almost all my life in this business, that especially when you have all these new personalities, it's going to take a lot of time for them to mesh work together, understand each other, and I think that's the case here. Um, I'm going to ask him tomorrow after training, would you like more time? And I'm sure he's going to say yes. They need more time, but unfortunately, they don't have it. Yeah, I was going to say, everybody always wants more time. That's yeah. the uh, that's sort of the easy answer for... for Especially a- with a team that has had so many changes. Yeah, and the, like and there time. were there are a bunch of changes as as we've gone over the entire preseason. But yeah, I mean you look at it and there has been inconsistency. But where they have been better, which is on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Don't say side of the ball, please. <laughs> I hate that. Why? Just Why? on offense, pure Just offense. On, not offensive side of the ball. Well, on this particular one. Okay, okay, okay all right. But still, I hate. That's one of my worst. Technically, uh, I was going to say. Te- if when you're talking about the offense and defense, because they're on the field at the same time. There's probably not an offensive side and a defensive side. No. I, maybe. No. Maybe. Offense, I, defense. Okay. That's what I have so to say. So on offense. Okay. Okay. On, gl- okay. Glad we went sideways on that yes. already. Okay. Uh, on offense, you look at the LA Galaxy, and they have been producing okay. Granted, in the closed-door scrimmage, they didn't score any goals. The first team, quote-unquote first team, didn't play until later in the second half, so maybe that's not as big a deal as it really seems. Um, Where they have struggled is where they struggled last year, Larry. It is the defense. We talked about the possibility of them having issues with this. They replaced a whole bunch. You have David Bingham, who's brand new back there. Uh, Ashley Cole is is obviously returning, but is paired right next to Jorgen Schielvik, who's brand new. Uh, You haven't had a consistent starter yet in Daniel Steres or Michael Ciani. Who knows what that is right now? I came into this thinking that Steres might be the guy who was going to be the clear and obvious starter, and, and he's just not, and Siani is not the clear and obvious starter uh, either. And, and, then, a, and a right back? Rolf Felcher right now, yeah. but is we? everybody said there have been issues with him as well, and you can see it. And is it just a new, you know, a new position? Um, is it just, you know, the fact a new league for him? Like, what, uh, there's too many things going on the defensive side of the ball for anybody to feel comfortable right now. Yeah, I think with all these new internationals that they brought in, I mean, you just... M- uh, mentioned it that he's adjusting to a new league, adjusting to a new environment, adjusting to a new city, a right. new country, right. new teammates. Everything is new. Everything is new to, to these people. It's going to take time. It's going to take time, which is why Siggy would like to have at least another week or two, but he's not going to get it. Yeah, it's it's again, it's an interesting. You know, sort of turn of events. I think going into the preseason and and seeing the moves that the galaxy made, you you felt confident that they had you know sort of corrected the course of the ship. Seeing them play games right now, there's some of the same things that happened last year are happening again. They're giving up quick, rapid goals. Um, you know, the defense seems to lapse at inopportune times. 
And, you know, overall, the offense hasn't been able to bail them out of too many of those situations yet either, although Kamara scored two goals in the game against uh, the San Jose Earthquakes, uh, you know, almost a week ago. Um, So you look at all these things and and you have to be, you're optimistic. Clearly, if you're a Galaxy fan, you're optimistic. I think even us covering it, you you tend to think that there's more optimism from the players and therefore I'm more optimistic on, on what's happening. But the results, and granted, results in the preseason, um you know, the, the results are, are not making it right now. That's yeah. not happening. And, and again, with all these issues that we just brought up, you really have to wonder how disappointed Siggy is with the progress of this team. Right. So far. I mean, he's given hints, but you really have to wonder how deep rooted his disappointment is. And I bet you it's fairly deep rooted. I bet you he's fairly surprised that things have not clicked better or quicker than they have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, uh, Again, more time certainly is going to be a thing. Not going to uh, get it, Siggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there should, there should be more time, um, but there's not. And the the off season is is obviously, you know, uh, as long as it needs to be right now. Unless he has his team calling sick for the opener, I don't know. You know. Well, well I mean, I don't think he'll do that. No, 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 no. That's no. not going to happen. But yeah. you look at who they're going to go up against in the Portland Timbers. They have a new head coach. Uh, they've made some changes as well in Same terms issues, of personnel. Sure. So I mean, I'm sure they want more. I don't think there's a coach in this league right now. It's not like, yeah, I want more time. Even Toronto, you go up to Toronto, they just got done playing. Like, it feels like two weeks ago. And they're in the CONCACAF Champions League. I saw Colorado and Toronto face off, I think, in one of the coldest MLS, or not MLS games, but uh, CONCACAF Champions League games uh, ever in, in history. It was like five degrees or something like that whenever they kicked off in Colorado. Jack McBean was playing in that game, by the way, if there are any uh, former Galaxy uh, uh, watchers there. So he's been playing there. And I don't envy Toronto FC at all. It wasn't too long ago that the Galaxy was heavily involved in these CONCACAF games. And their schedule was busy. Yeah. Really busy. And it really took a toll on the players on on that team, on those teams. It absolutely takes a toll on teams of how busy you are and and different things like that. So, So you look at all those things. The Galaxy go into a closed-door scrimmage. Now, we talked about it. They lose 2-0 to the Vancouver Whitecaps, the team that they're going to play on Saturday. Now, Kevin and I have said, and you and I were talking before we started, Larry, the results don't matter, so throw them out. But they still matter. Because you can tell certain things which are going on with your team. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what you're starting to see. Now, let's go over this 2-0 loss, closed-door scrimmage. I will tell you what I saw of it. And we weren't there because it was closed, closed door. door. I was going to say, we saw a closed door. That's what Larry and I saw. And we, we don't saw have it. the keys to open it either. If uh, if you and I were available on the day, we could have gone in and watched that game. Uh, that's usually open to press. But they might have blindfolded us. They, maybe. They would have they would have led us on a path. We would have had a, a hood over it. We wouldn't have known where the game was going to be played. It would be underground somewhere. Yeah. Right, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme would be down there fighting just before it was time for the Galaxy He's to He's getting play. old to do that. I mean, I, he, he really he, is. He should stop. Um, so anyway, so you get to the, to this game. Now... Again, it's a weird game um, because it's... Yeah, how clo- much can you tell from, from these controlled scrimmages? It's hard to say. Here's the starting lineup. Let's just, let's just go with the starting lineup whenever you, you, you sort of want to understand where the importance of this game was. Now, Siggy said but ahead of time, you knew you wanted to get guys minutes in this game, but not necessarily the starters. Didn't have to be because they're going to play on Saturday. And you're trying to start to train to games. So you're trying to start to train to Saturday. So you get in here, you have Vom Stieg. Now everybody's like, who is Vom Stieg? Um, he's Good the, question. He is the goalkeeper for LA Galaxy 2. He has been training with the senior team. He is likely the third goalkeeper on this roster. Whether or not they sign him to the senior team or loan him up in emergencies, they can sort of do either of those. Um, Vom Stieg was the starter in here. You had Cato, uh, uh, obviously Cordell Cato, who is the trialist, who has been getting a lot of minutes and a lot of looks. And, and you say he's been impressive, and too. And he has been impressive. I mean, we're going to talk about it. There's some arguments arguments here right back is is Cordell Cato the answer to that it very well could be um Daniel Stairs got the start so now you have had Siggy go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between Siani and Stairs and who's in first and who's in second and nobody knows I don't know yeah and I have no idea I love I'm supposed to be Sounds in like the, Gavin and Costello this old routine people people look to us Larry and and uh, you know to me as well all the time as as a voice of 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 knowledge on these things. I thought you were going to say of reason, but knowledge, no, I like knowledge, knowledge, knowledge better. Knowledge, I like knowledge better. Definitely not reason. Um, whenever you look at this and and you see what you have, you know, from, from Steres and Siani, 
I'm not sure I have an answer for anybody. I don't have a better answer for everybody and say, oh, by the way, yeah, for sure it's Sterez. For sure it's Siani. Because Siani has struggled. Sterez has struggled. They've both struggled. I don't know that there's a good solution right now. Well, I think part of the problem with uh, Siani is last year, and Schmidt said as, said as, as much, he was forced to play too early because of the injuries at that position. Right. And now he's had a full off-season of training, a full training camp, and he's still struggling. And you just wonder, did the Galaxy overrate this guy when they brought him in? Um, I don't. I've never had questions about Steras. Love his effort. Uh, he gives everything he has when he's out there. But I don't know about Siani. I don't know about this guy. I mean, he has great size, great size. But gosh, you just wonder about he's, this guy. Somebody said it very well. He has some some Leo in him. He has some Leonardo <laughs> in him. All right, which is basically like Leo he, always made a play, at least one play per game that led to either a great scoring chance for the opposition or a goal. Well, yeah. He would never let you down in that regard. No. Never. No, no, no. And, and that's sort of the thing that and you... And all the physical skills he had, just, oh. Steris has that too, by the way. Steris has the ability to lap. Siani has it. So who was, who was the starter there? Anyway, just to go back to the scrimmage, you look at this, and this is this is Siggy giving Steris. So you figure that Siani probably is the starter next Saturday. We're trying to work these things out in our head and figure it out. And they have flip-flopped back and forth and back and forth. So if you're if you're a betting person, you'll probably put your money on Siani's starting the game on Saturday. Just maybe. We'll, we'll look at that. Makes sense. So you had Hilliard Arce in this lineup, the starting lineup. Uh, the draftee that comes in and has been very impressive. Siggy likes him a lot. Um, and there were certain people in the Galaxy organization that were pushing somebody else instead of Hilliard Arce to be drafted. Yeah, and it, it seems like it came. To, it seems like they made the right decision yes, on this. It okay. does. Yes, you had Dave Rom- Dave Romney starting at left back again. A, a good second team sort of start. You understand, Dave Romney at left back. Okay, uh, Servando Carrasco, uh, the defensive midfielding position. Okay, great. We know he's the backup to Perry Kitchen. All makes sense. No problems with that. Sebastian Legette getting the start. Uh, Bajio Husidic getting the start. Uh, Julian Boucher. Um, or Boucher. It's German, by the way, even though it's probably French-German. It's French-German. It's not they're, Boucher. They're right it's got to be Boucher, I would think. I don't, I don't know. We'll, I we'll don't talk know. to him. He's a trialist as well, playing in the midfield. You had Chris Pontius playing technically in the midfield in this particular lineup, as they said. He would be at the, He basically plays in the geo position. And you had Ari Lasseter. So those are your starting lineups there for this start of the the closed-door scrimmage. All right, here, we got a call already, so let's go ahead and uh, and bring in this call. Um, let's see who this is. 424, who's this? Hey, Josh, this is Chris, also known as Hugh on Reddit. Just giving a shout-out to Reddit, first of all. <laughs> yes, one of, on one of my favorite places, Chris, to, to talk some LA Galaxy <laughs> soccer. Absolutely. What can we do for you, sir? Okay, so we're talking about the back line right now. I had a, a bit of an input on uh, on our back line situation. First of all, I feel like we'll, we're going to be extremely lucky if we get uh, 30 games out of Ashley Cole this season. Mm-hmm. So I would honestly place Shelvick at left back, and I would give Hilliard Arce a start at center back, paired with hopefully Steris over Chiani. And the right back situation is up in the air right now for me. Honestly, I haven't seen anything out of Fletcher or Felcher that has wowed me. I haven't seen any sort of anything that even remotely resembles somebody who's going to be a solid right back for us. I mean, aside from his speed, the guy just doesn't look like he's the best decision maker. And it's starting to become very clear to me why he has bounced around from so many teams. And he's been a bench player at second division leagues. I mean, you know, right. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me right now. The back line is, is a toss-up right now, complete toss-up. And likewise, I, I don't think Shelvick has blown my mind yet. I haven't seen anything exceptional from the guy. And you reported, you reported a couple months ago that the guy is potentially on a $900,000 salary. That I cannot justify that if it's true. The guy's coming at $900,000 
I haven't seen that from him yeah, that, at, at all. Yeah, that, that, the report on that was the estimate. I think the, the final number on that is going to be much more in line with, uh, with what you'd expect of that, probably below a TAM player as well. So probably below the $512,000 or $518,000 that it is. Um, excuse me, $504,000 is the max budget I'd in 2018. Yeah, so it, it's probably slightly below that now that everything finally comes out. At the time, that's what everybody was sort of believing and, and leaning towards. I still feel that that's going to come back down. So if, if you're worried about the money, you're right. And you certainly have to. It's always fun whenever the, the salary numbers come out because that's when you can actually value, judge and value you know a player's worth and whether or not they are worth the money that you're paying them. Siani, we know, is making $600,000, and $650,000. So we already know that we're already slanted, Chris, probably against him. Uh, in a lot of ways, and he was supposed to be a Yellow Von Dom replacement, and he's never going to be a Yellow Von Dom replacement. I think Shelvik has a better nope. chance of doing that, which which I feel better about. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not down on Shelvik. I understand that you say he's done, you've seen him do nothing, you know, sort of uh, miraculous, and that's fine for me on center back. You know what he's done? He hasn't stood out a whole bunch to me, which is a good thing for a center back. True, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for now. I I do hopeful. I am very hopeful that you know the back line will come together, and that Ashley Cole's legs won't give out. <laughs> That's my biggest hope for now. Yeah, because he's honestly the most solid person we have back there right now, and you know which also leads me to the goalkeeper situation. Uh, I don't see the big improvement. I don't see it. I, I understand that Bingham is rated higher than say Rowe or Kempin or, or Diop. Definitely. I, I just don't see a championship goalkeeper there. A guy you were talking with Baxter a couple, a uh, couple days ago about, you know, you need a goalkeeper that can make the saves you have to make. And then a couple of saves that you shouldn't make. Right. And you know, I don't see that. So I say, I say, aside from everything else, yeah, I was going to say, for me, what I would do, Chris, uh, is I'd give Bingham a little bit of thing. I think you're absolutely right on Felcher that you worry about him. I think you should absolutely be worried about Siani and Steres. I think Hilliard Arce is probably a little too green to come into the lineup right now, but I don't think that, that stays that way forever. So you can certainly look at this being uh, down the road. He could very well be a starter, and I've been saying that in the in the preseason here. So, yeah, there is, there's definitely some things in there to worry about, and, uh, and I, I think that's it. Is that, are, are we good, Chris? Yeah, hey, aside from that, I'm uh, going to place an order for the scarf. Woohoo! I think it looks awesome. Going to add that to the collection. So good stuff, good show, and we'll keep on listening, man. Awesome. Now, uh, now awesome, Chris, Chris, always oh, I, remember about the scarves. The ones that Josh does not sign, those are worth more than the ones he does sign. Yeah, don't 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 listen to him at all, Chris. Just just whatever it is. <laughs> thanks, thanks. We appreciate the call, Chris. Thank all you. Right. All right, so uh, there goes Chris, uh, and thank you for the uh, call. If you want to get in and, and call into the show, quite honestly, we're here for you. So uh, however you want to do it, it's all up to you. We'll put the number on the screen. Um, remember, if you only listen on podcasts, if that's all you do is listen on podcasts and you don't ever catch the live show, then you're missing out. We're having some good times here, and you're missing out. Larry, go ahead. He had some good observations about the back line. He really did, although I still think Ashley Cole will get the start at left back. I mean... After all, he's been named captain of the team, right? He's wearing the captain's armband. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I think they're going to try to get as much out of him as they can, of course. But at the same time, they will be careful with him. They have been during the preseason. Right. But you have to have him on, on the field. As, as Chris just said, he's by far their best, most solid defender. Let's, no try, to, let's try to go to the phones again. 3-2-3, uh, three, three, who's this? Hey, this is Bobby. Bobby. Thanks for calling in, buddy. What do you got? Hey, uh, I just wanted to have my – well. Give you guys my input uh, for the back line. Yeah, what do you got? Um, I definitely don't want to start um, kind of, let's say, start saying that Shelvik is uh, under underwhelming because he's just coming in, you know? There's only so much you could do as a center back right now with what games we've had, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. And then uh, with Felcher... I, I just think it's it's just the same thing. Like it's a whole new back line, whole new players, and there hasn't been like who's 
from our backline today, who has been there since last year's? It's only been Stairs and uh, and, and Ashley Cole, Cole, right? Yeah, that's and it. Romney. And yeah, Romney. and Romney. Yeah, if he if he gets any playing time as well. No, you're right. Listen, I I understand preaching preaching patience on this. Uh, Larry, you've been telling me now. You've basically been beating me over the head, Bobby. He's been beating me over the head with this particular statement: is that the Galaxy will not play their best soccer until the second half of the season, and that this first half is going to be a learning curve because of all the new personalities, all these personalities. All these have to mesh, have to play together. It's going to take yeah. time. Yeah, Bobby. I may be wrong, but it's going to take time. Bobby, let me take you back to the first couple games of 2017. There was a there was a new Frenchman named Roman Alessandrini came on. He played his first three games. There were people on Twitter saying he's a bust and he'll never do anything good in this league. And he sucked at Marseille and he's going to suck here at the LA Galaxy. Josh. So, so Josh, I mean, yeah. I- that was mean. See, see Bobby. See, Bobby. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You got to have the patience, and now you're preaching it. So maybe, maybe you learned. Maybe you learned the uh, learned. Yeah, since yeah, last definitely. Year. Okay. That, that was me with Cole, and that was definitely me with Alessandro Dreamy. I saw like his first few games where his passing wasn't was off. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. look, what, look what became of that. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely would. Awesome, Bobby. Anything else for us? Or are you good? Uh, I'm also looking to uh, order a scarf uh, possibly tomorrow. All these Go, scarves, man. Cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash shop. I'm going to tell you right now that these are some high quality scarves. I did they not are, skimp nice. on you guys at there all. There are no I, wooden spoons here. These are nice scarves. If you're watching on the live stream, by the way, that we do have the wooden spoon trophy in view the entire podcast because uh, quite honestly, that's a reminder for everybody what happened last <laughs> year. Uh, but anyway, no, these are high quality scarves, Bobby. You're not going to be disappointed, so I appreciate it. Cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash shop. You can, you can order them right there, and I ship them like priority mail. You're going to get yours like a day or two days after you order it. All right, awesome. Awesome. All right, thanks, Bobby. We appreciate the call. Again, it's fantastic. It, all these scars, it's fantastic. You, Do you have enough in stock? I Right now, yes. But okay. if we run out, I will order more. Okay, good. This is, this is, That's good. This is That's the great. Idea. And by the way, people are already asking me, being I called this the 2018 scarf, does that mean there's going to be a 2019 scarf? And I said, pump your brakes. Just chill out. Let's, let's get through this season first. All right? If there are, they'll probably be higher priced. Maybe I'm going to have to jack up the price. <laughs> That's right. Maybe, maybe we'll order three of them and just no, make it. I think it's great. It's fantastic. It is. It, it's a lot of fun for us. So anyway, so, so yeah. So let's go back again to this scrimmage. So we gave you the starting lineups. Here is the interesting part. 30th minute, Boucher comes off, and he's a trialist. We talked about him. A German trialist, by the way. Um, he comes off and Joel Pedro replaces him. Now, Joel Pedro is a guy who doesn't get to play very much anymore. Uh, he's a guy who we I'd be made, sweating bullets if I was Joel Pedro. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't exactly be setting up my roots no. here in Los Angeles if I were him. I mean, that's where it's gone to, though. You had an organization, and we talk about this all the time. Excuse me, with players, Larry, all the time with players. A change of coach can mean everything. You talk about some of these players sure who can. have been you know, starters for so long. Yes, they have the quality. Yes, that's great. And, and that's certainly, but they also got lucky. You get lucky with a, a coach who believes in you and then suddenly you can prove yourself. Th- think of all the players who played under Bruce Arena and then Siggy comes in last year. Cleans house. Cleans house. Well, he yeah. needs Siggy guys, right? Yeah. If you go into a job, Larry, you have all these guys who used to work for your old, for this old boss. Hmm. You're like, mm, I don't know about you guys. You guys are that guy's guys. Which is why you have to have pictures of the new people coming in charge of the... Uh, there we go. That's right. Bribe, bribe material. That's blackmail right. material. That's right. All right. So anyway, so you come in. So 30th minute, Joel Pedro comes in. Again, hasn't got a ton of time. He does not last very long either until about the 66th minute is when that all comes in. Uh, at the 46th minute, you had Emre Clementa and you had Michael Ciani come in. So we've talked about it back and forth. Stairs and Ciani, stairs and Ciani. You thought you were going to get a great answer about who's starting on Saturday? Well, they both played 45 minutes. So which which one is going to get the start on Saturday? David Romney will probably start on Saturday. <laughs> Romney, he, he started in the first one. So anyway, yeah. the Galaxy give up the first two goals before the quote-unquote first team comes on. 66th minute for the LA Galaxy. Vom Stieg still in goal. Emra Clementa at, at, there at uh, right back. You have Siani at center back. You have Shielvik uh, comes in at center back. You have Felcher come in at left back instead of Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole getting some time off. Good. Ashley Cole doesn't need to play. Uh, you have Perry Kitchen come in. Jonathan Dos Santos, Roman Alessandrini, Giovanni Dos Santos, Emmanuel Boateng, and Ola Kamara. That is a first team lineup that comes in in the 66th minute. So Siggy gives him out and runs him out for 35 minutes. Um... Well, not 35. Or, sorry, 25. 25. No, so your math. math. Come on. Math, I went to Arizona math, State. Math. We, didn't, we didn't have to do math. We barely <laughs> had to read. It is a party school. That's right. We barely had to read. Uh, the Galaxy don't score any goals. We didn't see how they acted. Siggy seemed fairly happy with the offensive 
performance. I was going to say the offensive side of things. That's fine. Side I can of the ball. Say that. Yes, thank you. Offensive side of things. He was not okay. happy with the defensive side of things. Again, giving up goals. Um, and that's the second team lineup in a lot of ways. There's some lapses there. He is going to hammer on this goal issue. And if you remember down the stretch in 2017 for the LA Galaxy, I'd like to take you back to... to there wasn't much to hammer, believe to, me. To some dark, dark times for Galaxy fans. Mm. Uh, back to 2017, when Siggy Schmidt came on, that team fell apart. Uh, it fell apart defensively. It did. And they bled goals. 67 goals were given up. Uh, a majority of those, by the way, in the Siggy Schmidt era and not and necessarily... only one the, team allowed more, an expansion team, which says a lot about the Galaxy defense. Which, like, lost their first game, like, 7-2 to two or something, something like, like, that. like that. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, but no, that's what you that's what you see from this Galaxy team. Again, Ghosts of 2017. Where is this defense coming from? Um, we talked about it. Siggy wants more time. He's going to need it. He's not going to get it. Guess what? It's 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 death by fire now. <laughs> this is basically how it's going to go. You throw him in, you roll the dice, Larry. Yep. But you have to settle on your starting four, and you have to do it quickly and just let them grow together. Saturday has to be it. You have Saturday to have, has to be it. have your guys. Those have to be your starters. Unless yes. there's an injury somewhere, unless yes. Ashley Cole is not feeling great, you don't need to start Ashley Cole. It would be nice. You want to try to, again, you want to try to start everybody. Yeah. But this is the dress rehearsal. This is the most important game on of the preseason right now. We talk about results yeah. not mattering. This, kind, this result kind of does matter. You would like to see them score some goals. You would like to see them win a game against Vancouver. You would like to see the Galaxy do this to build momentum going into that first game. And we can say that results don't matter, but players are players, Larry. They're competitive beings, yeah. right? They don't like losing. They didn't like losing to San Jose. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. Um, they didn't like losing to Vancouver, two to nothing. They don't like losing. So you're going you're gonna to bet that on Saturday, you should see a fairly motivated LA Galaxy team to come out there and score goals and win. You know, it's it's funny, you know, I keep going back to my days as a full-time sports writer and covering the National Football League, and they had four preseason matches, and usually the last preseason match was a nothing match. They didn't play any starters, they just played reserves and people who might who might get a longer look. But it's the complete opposite in MLS. This last match, as you said, has to be a dress rehearsal for the March 4th opener against Portland. And especially for a team that's made so many changes in the offseason, I think it's close to 12 new faces on this team, you have to settle on your starters right now. Yeah, it has. Right to, you have to be there. This, this is where it needs to be. This is how it has to happen. So, I mean, that's what you can take from this scrimmage. It's a closed-door scrimmage. Larry, you and I didn't get to watch it. No, it was There's, closed door. It was closed door. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how that works. Uh, they put a fence up around things. Yeah. Again, we, if we were available, we could have gone down there and, and probably given you a little more insight. Yeah. But the important thing to take from this is, you know, what are the players feeling now? And who are the starters? And where it feels like the starters have been settled on. Except, Do you, do you think... That's, that uh, the coaching staff has picked the starters. Do you think so? Yes. Except at one position. <laughs> Center back. And, and True. We can argue about I right, agree with that. And, I agree. And we can argue about right back, about whether or not he, Felcher should yeah. be the starter, I but I think he I is agree. the starter. Yeah, I think so too. It's going to be... Here, well, I'll give them to you right now. These, these are easy. These... This is not hard to pick an LA Galaxy starting lineup. Um, it's very simple. David uh, David Bingham in goal. Uh, you have Rolf Felcher out at right back. You have either Siani or Steres at center back. And two dudes in the center. Two dudes in the center. Uh, you're going to have Shelvick be the, the left center back. Okay, And then that left back will be Ashley Cole. Okay, that's easy. Perry Kitchen is your defensive midfielder. Again, easy. The... The pecking order from Kitchen to um, to uh, Carrasco uh, is is easy to understand. He, uh, you know, Carrasco, Servando Carrasco is the backup to Kitchen, so you know Kitchen is there, and Carrasco mm -hmm. can come in for him if he needs to. So that's how that pecking order goes. Then you go up to your right in front of um, Kitchen is going to be Jonathan Dos Santos. Out on the left hand side is going to be Emmanuel Boateng for the time being. Although he's better off the bench, I think he will be, and he will be a bench player. But yeah. that's until they work Sebastian Legette fully back sure. into everything. That's not how that's going to work, so uh, Sebastian Legette will probably come off the bench to start the season. Uh, left back, right wing is going to be Roman Alessandrini. Uh, you go up top, you're going to have Giovanni Del Santos and you have Ola Kamara. That is your starting lineup. Most of those are non-negotiable. There's one position where I could flip a coin right now. Um, could that change? Absolutely could change. Uh, in a heartbeat, as a matter of fact. Somebody asked me a question on Twitter. I'm actually going to see if I can look it up after I answer it, but they said, who gets more minutes? And one of the people they were asking was Rolf Felcher. Um, let's see if I can do it. Who plays more total minutes this year? Uh, this is from Sean. 
Uh, and Sean goes, uh, who plays more total minutes this year? Siani, Sterez, Rolf, or Hilliard Arce? That's a really good question. Sean. That's a really good question. Sean, that's, you know what, Sean, if you, if you're listening to this, which you should, because you asked a question, so I expect that you will be listening to this podcast. Sean, you need to send me a message on Twitter and I will send you a sticker for a wonderful, you get a golden star. A scarf, a scarf. No, no, stop giving away my scarves. I'm sorry. Larry Larry keeps trying to hand, everybody's like, well, if you do that, you should get a free scarf. No, no free scarves. Not yet. We haven't. We haven't made all the money. Back a sticker is all you got, huh? A Boy, sticker, a sticker is what I can afford right now. Okay. Uh, but Sean, send it in. That's a great question. So here it is, Larry Siani, Sterez, Felcher, or Hilliard Arce at the end of the season. Who has more minutes? Wow. I know who I'm going with. I've already felt this way from from the very beginning. It's Hilliard Arce. He's going to get more minutes. I really okay. feel that way. Very highly rated draft pick. Very highly. Todd Donovan said he would run through a wall. Absolutely. You told me that. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. you edited my stories or I know. something like that. Huh? And they need well, editing, believe me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. He's to, done a good job. I went to Arizona State. There's misspelled yeah. words like the and in that's, there. That's going to be a very interesting development to follow throughout the season. Here's the thing, though. And will all four of them still be on the team at the end of the season? That's, that's, that's sub-question sub A. <laughs> I was going to say, that we could, we could go off on a tangent yeah. in some of these. Um, but no, I mean, it's a great question. Hilliard Arce has the most potential out of those four players, by the way. Uh, Rolf Felcher could get a ton of minutes because he's supposed to be the starting right back. Uh, you know, Daniel Starez or Siani could end up being it because one of those guys is going to get the nod. So you're going to see probably through half the season that those guys are going to at least get a chance. But if there's mistakes being made, I don't think Siggy's going to hesitate to throw Hilliard Arce in there. And being that right. being that I don't have faith in Starez right now, and I don't have faith in Siani, do I feel better about Hilliard? I almost feel better about throwing a rookie in there from a three-time national championship Stanford Cardinal. I almost feel better about throwing him in there than I do with Daniel Starez or Michael Siani right now, which is, which is kind of scary. I think if you're a Galaxy fan, you're, you're on edge about that. That's that's a real quandary. It really is. It really is. And, and frankly, I don't know who I choose. Uh, well, if, if I had to choose, it'd be Steris. If okay. I had to choose. And it's it's it could be, it very well could be the correct answer, by the way. Um, but that, oh, great question, Sean. I love it. All right, we got a phone call here. Uh, 323, Bye. who's this? Hi, this is Bobby again. I'm sorry. Bobby. (laughs) Twice, Bobby. We just talked to your brother about 10 minutes ago. (laughs) He sounds exactly like you. Yeah. Uh, He said he was going to buy a scarf, so you make sure you buy a scarf as well. All right, cool. All right, I I just want to kind of like have a more positive take on on this uh, squad going into the season. Go, positive. Um, I want to know your guys' thoughts about uh, the Perry Kitchen and Jonathan uh, pairing. How, how, How good do you think those guys might be? I, rank like ranked within MLS. I'll, I'll let Larry start. Larry, go uh, go hit this one. I was talking to Baggio Husidich after training about a week or so ago, and he says of all the new players the Galaxy has brought in, he thinks Perry Kitchen will have the most demonstrative impact in this year's team, and I would I would agree with that. He's the holding midfielder the Galaxy have not had since Nigel De Young. Yeah, that's pretty Definitely. much the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So, so Perry Kitchen has been excellent. Uh, if you're going to pick one of the Dos Santos brothers to keep, you keep Jonathan. He has been solid. Um, don't expect all that much. I'm going to be honest with you. From both of the Dos Santos brothers before the World Cup, I don't know how much you can expect from them. Um, I understand the ability to go out and play hard for your team and do all that stuff, but did you all see whenever Giovanni Dos Santos folded up like a little briefcase on Saturday whenever he got hit and everybody was like, oh, that might be his World Cup? Um, so I think that's going to stick in the back of his mind. I think that Jonathan's going to be, try to play a little careful too. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things. I'm not saying you can't rail on guys for that, but I think that the pairing in the center to get back to your original question, Bobby, between kitchen and Jonathan Dos Santos could be a very, very strong one. I don't know. There might not be whenever you start to really break things down, maybe in Toronto, um, a midfield as strong as what the Galaxy have, at least right there in the midfield, uh, with Perry Kitchen and Jonathan Dos Santos, and you add in Roman Alessandrini, and then if you could possibly add in Sebastian Legette to that as well, you start mixing and matching those. I mean, the midfield itself is the Galaxy's strength. We've known that since last year because they had a million midfielders. Uh, they have, enough of them, yeah, they have a million midfielders now, Bobby. So I feel I feel confident in the LA Galaxy's midfield. I feel confident that that is where they're going to shine. And quite honestly, Ola Kamara, you know, as long 
long as he stays healthy, which by the way, the Galaxy have almost no depth at that, that position, as long as he stays healthy, should be another shining light for the Galaxy as well. So you have Ola Kamara and that midfield should be the strong points of the Galaxy. It's the defense right now. Is Can that offense outscore the defense, basically? Yeah, defense, yeah, basically. All right, cool, Bobby. Anything else? I'd say just uh, I'm just bored right here, you know, listening to you guys. So, good <laughs> well, job. I hope we're helping with the boredom. Yeah, I, mean, I, was gonna, I think we're a little more entertaining than than just being bored. So, so all right, Bobby, thanks, buddy, we appreciate it. All Thank right. you. There goes Bobby uh, again. You're, anybody's more than welcome to call call anytime you want. Really or, good, really good calls tonight too. Or Cole, Ashley or Cole, Cole. Um, and uh, and a, a good tweet that guy's uh, observation. Sean, we've had, really good. We're 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 feeling we're we're cooking with fire tonight, Larry. You it's got okay. some quality listeners. Much smarter not, than me. Don't know about the host, but you got some quality listeners. Much smarter than me. We went over that at the open house. That's um, true. Everybody, everybody agreed that, that my listeners. I quite honestly, the people who were gathered here at the open house, and I know I talked about it on Monday. Uh, Larry stopped by as well, and he was here. But the people here are just such intelligent, smart people that I'm I'm kind of amazed that you all listen to me on a regular basis and think that some things I say on occasion are smart things. Uh, everything Larry says is but smart. But it's also great to see them appreciate the product that you offer them. It really is. I would do this if, if uh, you weren't here and there was no live recording and I would just talk to myself for an hour, I'll be honest. But I, it's fun to do it, and you're certainly rejuvenated by the fact that people showed up and, and said thank you. Um, and then the fact that nice. then the fact that I had an LA Galaxy front office person come up to me at the uh, at the San Jose game down there at, uh, at the Orange County Great Park, and he goes, you know, starting to notice a lot of L- a lot of corner of the galaxy gear around I, uh, scarves and shirts and everything else and by the way we finished our sh- our shirts so our 2018 logo shirt is done you guys did an amazing job we sold more of those logo shirts than we did the original shirts that we put out last year um, so we'll be seeing some of those and and uh, maybe there will be another shirt in the summertime I'm not gonna overbur I'm I have some designs I'm working on right now possibly for another shirt in summer but we'll uh, we'll keep that going we'll take a little very break good, very so, good yeah all right so now we get, and we touched on it a little bit, Larry. Just, just right now we touched on it. Whenever I said there is no depth at forward for the LA Galaxy. Um, you have Ari Lasseter. They're Bra- walking a tightrope. They certainly are. Bradford Jamison out with a concussion. Don't know when his really return. Ashamed. Yeah, really yeah super, super unlucky. Concussions are a dangerous, dangerous thing. So he's not going to come back anytime soon, so the Galaxy can't really count on him. Um, I had a bunch of questions that were asking about whether the Galaxy being Bradford Jameson was out was go after another forward. Well, there is a rumor out there right now. Um, if and you can pronounce his name, I'll be real impressed. There is a 29-year-old French forward. His name is Matthias Correr. <laughs> it's French, all right? C-O-U-R-E-U-R for you looking up on Transfer Market and everything else. He's a right-wing, left-wing, center-forward type of guy. It looks like he plays mostly on the right wing, but I could see the Galaxy trying to convert somebody into a center-forward. He plays in the very prestigious uh, first league or first-team uh, league of, of, the, of Kazakhstan. Um, so there, he's at the upper levels there in Kazakhstan. Um, here's the thing about all this. This is the part where you sort of have to take a step back and look at this. People are going, this has to be for LA Galaxy 2. Except that at 29 years old, he doesn't fit the profile of anybody on LA Galaxy 2 because they play younger players. Um, so that doesn't make any sense to me. But if he was going to come on to the senior team, he would need an international slot, of which they do not have right now. Unless somebody has to go. Unless somebody has to go. there are some candidates. There definitely are some candidates. Let's get to some of those candidates in a second. In a second. Because we have a phone call. This isn't Bobby again, is it? It's not. It's a okay. different... Unless Bobby changed his number. Okay. 818... Who's unless this? it's his sister. <laughs> Bob. Who, who, hey, what's up, fool? Hey, man. What's happening? What's up with Colin? Hey, uh, Colin. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, have you been traveling all over the place? Did you finally get to settle back down and... and, and I'm, like, act- I'm, I'm, I'm back home. You're back home. Okay. Just, uh... You you had on the toilet right now. Oh, that, that thank kitchen? you, thank you for the imagery. I'm, that's okay. That's okay. We are flush with I'm excitement the about that. Is smash this year, all right? Yes, like he is. Chipotle smashing me right now. <laughs> Chipotle's hitting me hard. That's good. That's good, Colin. I understand. You know what? Sometimes you got to go with Chipotle, uh, but I agree with you on kitchen. Um, huge. He's gonna be. He's gonna be massive for the Galaxy this year. And hopefully yeah, he can yeah. stay All right, healthy. That's it. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, Colin. And hopefully right. he can stay healthy. Colin had oh, to go. Actually, that's a big. Uh, that's a major key for the galaxy. He has to stay healthy. Colin had to go. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he had to go badly. Thank you, Colin, for telling us you're on the toilet. Thank you very, very much. Well, that's kind of where the show has gone anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't really surprise me. Because I'm on the area. Yeah, probably. That's absolutely where it is. All right. Um, now we go back to some of those guys who could possibly depart. 
Siani could go away. That's an international slot. Joao Pedro could go away. That's an international slot. He would slot. be my number one choice. I His stock has fallen so dramatically. It's, it's amazing. So I don't think right now that I feel like this is a realistic rumor just on its face. It doesn't seem like it's something imminent. Is this agent speak, you think? Could it, be. It could be. It, you know, certainly if you're in Kazakhstan and you're trying to drum up a new contract, dropping the LA Galaxy's name is a good way to do it, right? I mean, if you had a choice of going to LA or Kazakhstan, I mean, I don't think it'd be much of a choice to make. I don't know. There's some <laughs> days maybe I don't want to go to downtown yeah. LA. You could know? be, could that, be. That's Especially new traffic, sure. That's sure. Um, so anyway, so this is this is this guy. Again, uh, Matthias Karur. I don't know. We're not. We're Maddie. just going to leave it. Yeah, Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. Um, and we had another question as well. And this sort of leads us into this. This is from uh, Andrew on Twitter. And Andrew says, with the Zlatan deal seemingly going cold, are the Galaxy going to look elsewhere for another backup for Kamara? I think they're going to have to, Larry. And I do think that the Zlatan deal is at least in hibernation right now, as, as it has dropped to almost freezing temperatures here in Southern California recently. I had to put on a sweatshirt. Uh, yeah, I know. The scarves can come in handy. This is to keep you warm. These are not just, they don't just look good. They are here to save your life as well, to keep you warm on those cold, cold match days. And as I said before the podcast, that uh, Josh, if they don't spend the money on Zlatan, I have the perfect answer for the Galaxy to spend the money. They can, they can arrange to pay for a cheering section to be here in your podcast, in your studio. Yes. Every week. Yes. I mean, if the North Koreans can bring a cheering section with them to the Olympics with little flags, you can have corner of the galaxy flags. Why not here? And of course, they have to build a row of bleachers, but there's not much room in this place. We can push out this wall behind yeah, but, me. But where would all the scarves go? Well, you know what? That's the problem is I ran out of room for scarves. So if I can move the wall and get a bigger wall, we could get more scarves, okay. which is really why I do this podcast is to try to get more scarves okay. up on the wall. So, But it does. it definitely does sound like the deal is... On the back, back, back burner. It could be a summer deal. Now, whenever I was talking to people, it wasn't a summer deal. It was going to happen now. But Zlatan is his own. He he creates his own weather. Basically, this this dude. He's tall enough. He probably he probably experiences his own weather up there. This dude is is a different sort of guy, and so he can decide to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and it'll happen. If he wants to come to the LA Galaxy, he'll put his signature down, or he'll shake his hand, and he'll be done. That's it's that simple. So worrying about it or discussing it. And I'm certainly getting fatigued with the talk. Um, almost Especially when the rumors of him home shopping in, in LA. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. It, it, so, so that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's certainly, but I do me. agree with you. I'm getting tired of it too. Yeah. Somebody, by the way, pointed out in, uh, in the chat room that if we thought today was cold here, that somebody should have watched that Colorado Toronto game, which again was like at, at about five degrees or something like that. It was it was cold. Not not a short sleeve day. You don't wear short no. sleeves that day. No. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, who's this? Three two three. Three two three. Three one zero. Oh, three one zero. Sorry, it, 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 my dorm. it flashed for a second. Good buddy. So wait, is is this Josh? Yeah, this is Josh okay. in Salt Lake. How are you? Josh good, and Josh? Good. Yeah, yeah. Josh is Josh is one of my best Salt Lake Very listeners. Very good. So, Very good. So, and he's from here, yeah, well, but he's going to school in Salt Lake. Nice. I, I just, I'm explaining to Larry. Sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Very nice. Yeah, no, glad you remember that, actually. Um, no, I was, uh, the life people a bit behind, so I was thrown off when I was still listening to it and uh, jumped in on the phone call. But um, I don't know if you're still in this Lawton topic there. Yes. Go for it. Yeah, no, so definitely. Um, one thing that I definitely notice is, you know, as you just said, um, Zlatan does kind of create his own weather. He kind of determines what he wants to do. And something that I notice is that, you know, given Manchester United, as Kevin had mentioned in the past, that they're in the Champions League and it's the one trophy he still needs to win. Um, given that he's, you know, back in training, back in, you know, getting onto the, you know, the bench with the team. And one of the elements that I believe is keeping him there is Alexis Sanchez, who was originally brought in, you know, in my opinion, to replace Zlatan. Mm-hmm as a lead striker, is declining. He's not liked. He's not very well appreciated as we speak right now in Manchester. Do you think it might be, you know, another inspirational factor that might keep slots on there, the fact that he's getting back in form while Alexis is declining with the team? Well, I mean, yes, certainly. I think that that's always going to be, uh, you know, a, a question mark. I think Zlatan would want to prove, and he's arrogant enough that he wants to prove that he can still play at Manchester United and come back from the injury that he had, even though it seems so far that that has not been uh, not been great. Um, although I think he's starting to get some more playing time now, or at least he's starting to get ready to get playing time. He is getting into form um, after the second injury that he had to the same leg. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all of this stuff is a possibility now, but... 
here's the thing is you start getting into Zlatan. Is Zlatan worth it for six months now? Because it was probably worth a gamble for a year, but is it worth it only for six months? Or is it worth it for 18 months? I mean, I was kind of up for a 12-month contract, a one-year contract for Zlatan Ibrahimovic at 37 years old. Um, now, if you're going to give him an 18-month contract coming in summer, and you're going to take him until he's 38? That seems like you're asking for things. Larry, go ahead. You know, I have two questions about this whole issue. Is One, I think the underlying question is, does he really want to join the LA Galaxy? You know, it's a simple question, but it needs to be asked. And two, does he really want, and this is not putting down the Galaxy, not at all, but does he really want to leave arguably the biggest soccer club in the world to come stateside and play for the Galaxy? I, I thought he played for okay. Manchester. Okay. I thought, oh, Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what am I yeah, saying? No, I thought, I thought he Manchester. played for Manchester United, not Manchester, Manchester City. That was, that was Manchester uh, United. No, no, no. It's all yeah, good. Did I say City? There, no. Eh? <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I'm, 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 but I'm, does he really want to leave arguably the biggest club in the world right. to come here stateside? Yeah, yeah. Josh, what do you got on that? Oh, definitely, no. And I think, you know, in terms of him wanting to win the Champions League, you know, the way I see it is that if they win the Champions League or if they make it further, he's going to stick with the team as long as he can. But if, you know... The, Manchester United gets knocked out, you know, in this round or the next one. Chances are he's going to be looking into the summer transfer window, in my opinion, just because, you know, he has nothing left to go for him in Manchester. They probably won't renew his contract. He'll be looking for a new club to finish his career. And, you know, likely that Chris Klein won't, you know, won't say no to someone like Zlatan. It'll put butts in seats. At that point, it'll be halfway in the season. LAFC will either have, you know, a major following or, you know, start to slump a bit because of their performance early in the season. But, you know, it's all up in the air, in my opinion. And, you know, it's definitely something that, should be looked at, but we have no clue, and it's definitely, you know, interesting to you know see how it goes. Awesome. Well, thanks for the call, Josh. We always appreciate it. Uh, stay safe in uh, Salt Lake, and uh, we will, uh, I'm sure, talk to you here very soon. I apologize for that faux pas, Josh. I don't I mean, even know see. what you said. I already had my joke. I'm not sure up either, and... but I know it didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> which happens a lot, especially at my age. I was going to say. Um, all right, another question we got, and this is from Hector on Twitter. This was a good one. Again, we talked about good questions, and I thought this was a stupid question at first, Hector. I read it, and I'm like, that's a stupid question. Why would anybody ask that question? And then, as soon as I started talking about Not it... so stupid. You know, what do you know? You're, you're much smarter than me, Hector. Yeah. Um, are the Galaxy... Uh, excuse me. How long does Siggy Schmidt have if things go bad, Larry? You know, wow. we're, we're talking... That's opening in like Pandora's box. Holy smokes. We're talking about a revamped LA Galaxy team that has has produced optimism across the, you know, the fan base. Everybody thinks this year is going to be better. What if it's not better than last year? What if it even, it, it, by the way, it could be better and still be really bad, by the way. It could. It could. The only, I mean, the only place to have to go is up, right? Um, yep. If they do get rid of Siggy, if they do have a short leash, which, short leash, which I don't think they will have, there's a head coach in the making on the staff right now, Dominic Kinnear. So, oh. they're, in, so they're in a good spot there. But I think they're going to be patient with Siggy, especially after all the changes they made. Again, I keep saying they're not going to play their best soccer until the second half of the season. But I don't think he will have a short leash. I was going to say this, that, you know, talking, I remember talking last year about Kurt Adolfo and saying he didn't have a short leash. He had a real short leash. Yeah, and he didn't have a short leash either. That's what I remember saying. He had a choke collar. And and he ends up getting dumped in the middle. All right, here we got another phone call. Uh, 3-1-0, who's this? Hey, this is Eric, uh, Elimus1995 on Twitter. Hey, Eric, thanks for calling in. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, I had a comment about uh, David Bingham and the concerns that everyone's been having with his performances so far. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I played uh, goalkeeper collegiately, and I coach goalkeepers now, so I kind of see what he's kind of going through. And all I think about is that last year he kind of got dropped kind of all of a sudden and kind of rode the bench for a while. And as a goalkeeper, you kind of need to be getting consistent minutes to be playing at your best right so i know most people are hoping and want their goalkeeper to be at the top of their level from the beginning mm -hmm. but i think that you kind of got to give them a couple games in the regular season and then you can maybe start having some concerns if he continues playing the same no, eric you know you're right again we this is a guy by the way who who feels like he was done wrong by san jose he is not a Jose. if get, galaxy fans were hesitant to have david bingham on the team because he came from san jose and they're like oh an earthquake why 
this guy does not like the San Jose earthquakes. You don't want to invite him into any earthquakes parties. Yeah, I was going to say. So yeah, I think he might be the perfect LA Galaxy keeper. And you're right. He got dumped in the middle of the season. He feels like he was done wrong. All that confidence is shot. And a goalkeeper really is one of those confidence positions, same as a striker, as a matter of fact. Let him get some time and then see how this goes. Um, and quite honestly, he's having to deal with a, a, a back four that is not cohesive and certainly not planted or consistent yet. So there's lots of things up in the air that can make what David Bingham has shown us so far in the preseason look not that great. I happen to be a David Bingham right. fan. I thought he was an excellent acquisition when they got him, and I still think he's been a definite upgrade from the three goalkeepers, Brian Rowe, Clement Diop, and John Kempen, who they had on this roster last year. Yeah, yeah, very well could be. All right, Eric, anything else? Nope, that's it. Thanks for taking my call. Awesome, thanks, thanks Eric. For call. All right, so Eric dropping some knowledge. I, he played collegiately, which is very good. Which means that he is way above me in terms of soccer playing level because I played like Pee Wee. And so that was, no, I played in high school. I played in high school. Were you ejected from any of those peewee games? I was not. I did not start and get okay. started getting thrown out of games until I was an adult. Okay. Yes, that was, that because then there were moron referees who I had to educate on the okay. rules. Larry, this one time, let me just tell you about this one time. This one time, I'm, I'm a, I play right back, right back. I would play right midfield sometimes, but I was playing right back in this particular occasion. Uh, if I set the scene... So you were Rolf Felcher before Rolf Felcher was Rolf Felcher. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because he's younger than me. So yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah. was there first. Okay. Uh, so there is a break going on, right? I start my position from the back, but I feel that there's a break going on. Somebody finds me. I cut into the center of the field. And suddenly, because this is horrible adult soccer, I am wide open. There is one guy to beat, Larry. One guy to beat. So I go. I see him. I push the ball around him. I'm gone. I'm wide open. He's flat-footed. It's over. He jumps in front of me, and I run into him, right? And I take him out, and I got a yellow card. All right? I got a yellow card. And so I took the yellow card. I threw it on the ground. I jumped up and down on it. I said, you don't know the rules of soccer, Mr. Referee. I may have thrown in some other colorful language. I said, that's obstruction. And he goes, no, no, no. You ran into him. That's very mean of you. It's a yellow card. I go, Very mean yes, of you? Yes, this guy was not. I'm, I'm cleaning it up for the radio. Okay. I, uh, so I said, I said, this is ridiculous. This is horrible. What are you doing? The whole thing. And he goes, if you don't be quiet, sir, I'm going to give you another yellow card. So I reached into his pocket and pulled out the red card <laughs> and said, this is what you need, you moron. And that's when I got kicked out of the nice. game. Nice. Yeah. Eh, it nice. Was, it was really, my wife was really So you have a temper. You have a temper. Only as an adult. As a kid, Only I was scared to death of referees. So okay. I would never do such a crazy does, thing. Does your wife know that you have a temper? Oh, she's got a worse one. She oh, gets, yeah? Yeah. And she's, <laughs> the, and she's the stronger one in the family, too. So I need to watch it. I okay. need to mind my P's and Q's. So anyway, that's that's where we're sitting. Um, I'm trying to think. I want to go and try to finish up this show. I know we're getting close to the end. Um, we talked about how long Siggy Schmidt has. He probably has a full season um but i, I said that so about too. anolfo as well and you know a lot of things were outside of anolfo's uh um influence influence and control sure. yeah and, and that really turned bad for him so that's fine siggy schmidt has a lot more control he got he gets to pick player personnel this is going to be his baby so he did he will sink and swim with it so if the galaxy don't play well next this season he could be gone he's the man to blame he and kurt his son built this team absolutely yeah, people are saying that my name is Josh Jermaine Jones Guessman with that. <laughs> uh, you guys, I swear. Josh Deuce Guessman, yes. Yeah, but were you a hatchet man like Jermaine Jones uh, was? You know, I could, I could, I, my main reason for enjoying soccer is I like to kick people. That's really what it is. Studs so. up and kick people, huh? No, but I just like to follow through and catch a shin every once in a while. It just uh, makes me feel better. That's nice. So, so we have a cheap shot artist here, boys and girls. Here's the, uh, here, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. I'm, I don't have much time, but I am going to take this last call. So I want to do this. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be a great call. So there's not a ton of pressure on you. 909, who's this? Hey, guess me. Who is this? Hey, it's. It's IE by La Loa. Man, I just wanted to say real, real, real simple. Yes. Real quick. Kitchen going to smash. Kitchen's going to smash. Smash. This year, bro. He's going to smash. I know. You know what? Smash, kitchen, smash. That's, my, that's the new thing. I, I 100% agree with you, and you're absolutely right. Anything else you got? You want to follow it up, or are we good? Yeah, just one more thing, man. This goes up for a homie I know, man. Oh, man. Here we go. All right. So, anyway. So we continue on. It's just. Did he say what I thought he said? I'm pretty sure he did. I think he did too. Yeah. Thank, anyway, thank goodness he garbled a little it, bit. It just disappeared. But for I think a we heard enough of it that we know what the uh, what the what, what, the, what the message was. That's absolutely correct. All right. Uh, 
are the Galaxy going to be ready for this first game? I mean, that's really what this is all coming down. You have the Vancouver game that gets them ready. Are they going to be ready? This will tell us a lot how how ready they are. This will tell us a lot this weekend's match. Because if you look at it right now, Larry, they're not ready for for no. Portland. No. Um, and I think Portland is going to be a much more. They didn't replace. Listen, the only fitness wise, I think they're ready. Schmidt has said as such. Fitness wise, I think they are. But team wise, no, no, not yet. no, and they're not there. And. The only team that replaced more players than the LA Galaxy is LAFC. They didn't have any players at the beginning of the year. Um, so the Galaxy had a complete roster overhaul. They did the whole thing. Um, that's the crazy part of this now. And that's the part that you sort of have to have to understand is that it's going to take time. Your, your observation is probably correct. I don't think Galaxy fans are particularly pleased with your observation that it's going to take into the second half, probably after the World Cup break. Whenever you're going to get Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos back, and they're not going to be thinking about the World Cup. I think the true Galaxy fan, though, has to realize the team's best days are a little bit down the road. That's just a realistic way of looking at this. They have. They, they have, have to. They have to. They have. A, listen, having. Do I think the season is going to be as bad as last year? No, no of course no, not. No, no, no. No, they will improve, but it's going to take time. This is the way teams are built and the way teams progress. It's going to take time. It is. It, it is. Um, it might not. They might surprise us. They have a chance of being good because the offense, I think, can be good. Yes. Uh, now, because the, of Kamara. Kamara is excellent. Now, the offense will succeed because of uh, Roman Alessandrini, Ola Kamara, Sebastian Lejet, Emma Boateng, Jonathan Dos Santos. If Gio can get in there as well, that would be great. They're, that's where the offense can succeed. Now, can they succeed over top of the lapses that are going to happen at defense at the beginning of the year? That's what the big question. And I would still put them as favorites, by the way, to beat Portland at home in the opening game. That still makes sense to me sure. in my mind. So that's fine. But going against Vancouver now, you want to see a really solid performance from the Galaxy that is put together. It's a cohesive performance. You want to see things that have built through this preseason. So you don't just want to see, you know, the offense playing well. You want to see well-rounded. And actually, Cole said it after the San Jose loss. He said, you know, it's about team defending, too. He goes, it's about everybody getting back. It's about, you know, the midfielders getting back. It's not just about the defenders. And it's the turnovers, the bad turnovers in midfield whenever you're attacking and you've already pushed your defenders out of out of the way. Who's going to track back? Who's going to work hard to get back and in, in, in front of those players? Again, all, all of these problems, they're byproducts of a team that is undergoing a slew of changes. This is just the way this is just the way team's fortunes operate. It's been like this for years and it's not going to change. This is a byproduct of a team still trying to find its identity, still trying to settle on its starters on the back. The LA Galaxy will uh, host the Vancouver Whitecaps on Saturday, February 24th at 7 p.m. This game will be streamed live on LAGalaxy.com. So if you're not going to come to the stadium, which why would you not come to the stadium? It's going to be a great time. Uh, but if you're not, you can watch it online to see what the LA Galaxy look like in their final preseason tune-up before they head against the Portland Timbers. And that Portland Timbers game, Sunday, March 4th, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, so a 7 p.m. broadcast. National TV, too, I understand, National right? TV on okay. Fox Sports 1, FS1. Okay. Um, it should be a very interesting match. And then the Galaxy, of course, will quickly jet off to New York City FC and play at Yankee Stadium on Sunday, March 11th. And that is a 2 p.m. kickoff on Sunday, March 11th. And Bruce Arena loved playing soccer matches at Yankee Stadium. He loved it. He's, he's We're a, being sarcastic, yeah, by I was, the way. I was going to say, even as, big a Yankees, even as big a Yankees fan as he is. And he is. Yes, he is. Um, so that's where you sit with the LA Galaxy right now. Everything pointing to the Saturday. We'll see who the starting lineup is. If there's a starting lineup, pay attention to the center back and the right back roles. You're going to want to see who is that person because I think that person is going to be your starter the following week unless there's a major hiccup or issue there. So that's the real focus point. Otherwise, you know what your starting lineup is going to be. Um, and so it's really about being a cohesive unit in this game against Vancouver. All right. Uh, let's see. Before we get out of here, I want to remind everybody, not that I haven't already reminded you about seven times in this podcast already, um, is that we do have Corner of the Galaxy scarves for sale. Uh, I, I got it on a different thing, Larry, so you, okay, they can't sorry. even see you. Um, they do have Corner of the Galaxy scarves for sale. Cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash shop. $25 plus shipping. I ship them very quickly to you. 
pretty much if you order it during the day, I can get it out the same day. If you order it in the evening, it'll go out the next morning. Uh, so we'll make sure that we get those out. There's also stickers for sale up there if you want some stickers as well. They're a dollar. Um, so I can throw those. keep in your neck nice and toasty. Those stickers? I was going to say. No, oh, the scarves. Oh, the scarves. Oh, scarves. The scarves. It would take a Although lot of stickers. Might, I don't know. It would take a lot of stickers. Larry, a lot of stickers. To, to keep your neck warm. That is for sure. But yeah, please, uh, if you can, we'd really appreciate you uh, supporting the podcast. You already did great with the t-shirts. You did great at the open house. You're all amazing people. I'm not trying to nickel and dime you here. I think these scarves are really nice. I think you'll enjoy them. Um, get them while they last. I will order more if we uh, if we run out. But for right now. We're, we're good. We're good to go. How many have, have you sold so far? 42. That's great. 42 scarves. That's um, great. So I plan, I hope I see some of them out at the stadium because that, that'll make me smile. I enjoy that. Um, I don't get to wear them whenever I go to the stadium. So you guys have to do it for me. All right. Uh, anything else, Larry, you want to get to before we get out of here? No, sir. I'm fine. Just looking forward to, to this weekend's match. You and I will both be there. Yes, we will. So we will see everybody. If you want to meet up with, at halftime with me, um, I meet up at the top top of section 108 at the bottom of the press box stairs. You can find me there. Uh, I may or may not. He won't ask you to stairs. walk up the stairs, though, but he will meet you at the bottom I of the stairs. We'll meet you at the bottom. I almost fall down the stairs almost every time. Those stairs down. are brutal, They're believe long. me, especially for an old man like me. For you, I'm surprised you don't break a hip. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, Larry, if you're looking for Larry on Twitter, you will never find him there. So, Well, you keep harping on this, I'll tell you. But, you know, again. One of these days. One of these days. One of these days, Larry Morgan not on Twitter. So if you want to say anything to Larry, you can hit me up on Twitter there or on Reddit or anything else because Larry's not on any of those places. So just let me know. I'm I'll a very pass private, stuff. secretive person. That's absolutely. Larry, thank you for stopping by. We certainly appreciate it. My pleasure, it. Josh. Thank you. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at jgesman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our scarves. You can find our stickers. You can find our podcasts, our news articles. Anything that you want to know about the LA Galaxy is usually within an article right there at cornerofthegalaxy.com. Larry Morgan will be off the training on Friday morning, so expect a preview of Saturday's preseason match against the Vancouver Whitecaps coming from him later in the day. All right, hopefully we see everybody out there on Saturday. I'll be there. Uh, say hi to me if you uh, if you get a chance. I actually do absolutely love that part, so want to see you there. All right, for Mr. Larry Morgan, I'm Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everyone. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody. I'm basking in a calm and peaceful mind.